Hello, my typhoid Marys. This is your syphilis diller host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his osteoporosis Dave podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. It's the May 16th show. We're over the hump. Today's story is all about cooking up solutions for the athletes of the future. But even the athletes of the past can find a hot new career when they sign on for the rice capades. Rice Capades by Matthew Sanborn-Smith. You could tell that hockey's glory days were behind it now when even the local team, the San Pedro Skate Shooters, couldn't play properly anymore. It's not that they were out of talent, it's that they were out of ice. Global warming had made the cost of freezing a rink in the tropics prohibitive. They tried a couple of games just wading around in the water, but an enthusiastic slap shot made everyone run for their life jackets. How the hell did those polo players manage to play in these conditions? They'd gone from hockey puck to hockey suck. Ice was out of the question, but the owner of the team asked the engineers at the team's home, the Outer Edge Center, to come up with something that wasn't ice, but was like ice. Sadly, the center was having its own problems. Because of the heat, all of their mechanical engineers had melted, and they had to rely on the hardier literary engineers. These were the people who designed the framework to hold plots together and were always going on about a story structure. As far as they were concerned, rice was like ice because they rhymed. On top of that, it was hot enough that you could just throw it into the rink water and it would cook without electricity. The next night, both teams trudged out into fluffy mounds of carbohydrates. There was an unusual amount of high sticking, and by that I mean the rice stuck to everything. No one could find the puck, but that was okay because no one could tell who was on what team. The whole thing might have been deemed a disaster, except for the public relations coup of letting the city's financially strapped families eat the rink after the game. The sprinklers sprayed soy sauce over everything, and best of all, when it was all over, only one of the players had gone missing, and he was from the visiting team. That was as close as the skate shooters ever got to sudden death on their home rink during the rice years. Because it was impossible to score a goal under such conditions, even in overtime, the team entered the record books with 41 ties during the era regular season. There were the occasional special event nights, like the time they decided to puff the rice and played the entire game on an enormous Rice Krispie treat. But as treats go, that was rare because of the logistics of getting all the marshmallow tanker trucks to pump in their white goo. And I didn't mean anything sexual by that. You've been listening to this show too long. Overall, things went great until the Great Rice Famine of 2021. And by the way, I really hope there isn't an actual rice famine in 21 because people listening to this in the future will think I'm making fun of all that starving rice. Ever the problem solvers, the team's team came up with other staple grains to fill their arena. There was the creamed corn rink, the barley rink, which drew people until they realized there were no hops, Tuber Tuesdays, the millet festival, and of course the tragedy of oatmeal night. Ultimately, the crowds turned away in droves. None of those things rhymed with ice. If this story boiled your short grains, you can smack it and other puckers at the URL of the tender goal, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Again with a no-mail. Contaminate creatively in the comments for this post, or Vin email me and we'll throw another shrimp on the Barbarino at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com, or ask my cousin to defend two utes at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Whenever we're trying to go nowhere fast, the SF and SF signal stands for 750, the only two-thirds of a 757 that we could afford once we pulled our meager SFSignal.com paychecks. At first, some of us were worried because because we weren't able to get the cockpit, but the good news is we didn't get the wings either. We're planning to push the plane down the highway, at least until we get to the Atlantic Ocean. But if all the seats can be used as flotation devices, we should be okay. Oh, we did get the engines too. Somebody's gonna have to carry those. Tweet to all your favorite Pomeranians at twitter.com slash upwithgravity is the darling of the Baltic Sea, so I'm pretty sore. But as long as they can keep their various body parts to themselves, they should follow me there. And their little dogs too. At beware the hairy mango.tumblr.com, it's about love. It's about faith. It's about tradition. 
Vision. It's about canned meat. It's about three inches too short. It's about a dog named Old Shep. It's about to get hot up in here. It's about two hours. It's about a woman struggling with the breakup of her family cellular plan. But mostly, it's about wasting our lives together in public. Somewhere out there, my friends, there is a page called Beware the Hairy Mango, and on that page lies a dazzling donate button, the colors of peaches and cream. That donate button is a portal to a good thing, an early 21st century pan to pan handling. And let me tell you, I have handled a pan or two in my day. I have handled pans by their handles, and I have gone so far as to handle them by the bowl-shaped non-handle part thing. Your money is safe with me. More of it is safe with me than you thought would be, so you can give me that bit you keep in your shoe as well, and you can rest easily knowing I'll be gentle with your pans. Palmolive gentle. Mmm. This podcast flexes dreamily at the public swimming pool on the first day of summer vacation, smelling of chlorine and copper tone and just like glistening all over, covered in beads of water or maybe even sweat like it's coated in turtle wax which you just know it won on let's make a deal when it dressed up as a lifeguard which you knew was its everyday uniform but it looked so rad just the same and all you could do is brag to your friends that you knew it before it had plastic surgery on its creative commons attribution non-commercial share like 4.0 international license until your case of blue balls gets out of control and becomes ultraviolet balls, this will be your glimmering glowworm Matthew Sanborn Smith telling you there's no business place like home show business. Good night.